Good morning. Good morning. day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Amen. Come on in. Come on. Good morning, Tanya. Thank you. Y'all come on. Like this. Invite your friends. Tag someone you know. Share this to your page. We are going in the name of Jesus. Amen. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Come on. The Lord has never lost a battle. Amen. The Lord has never lost a battle. Some of you think that your battles are being lost or not being won. You're going through. You're going through on your job. You're going through in your home. You're going through in your marriage. You're just going through. But know that God has never lost a battle. Amen. He has never lost a battle. I'm going to give some people a few more minutes to come on in. Just a few more minutes um, to come on in. A few more minutes just to come on in. So that we can go on in Jesus' name. Amen. So that we can go on in. Amen. So. I know y'all be like, dang, during the week, boys, it's on Sunday morning. Yes, on Sunday morning. Sometimes during the week, you may catch me. Sometimes during the week, 
you may catch me. Amen. And so we're going to go ahead. I'm going to pray um, before we get started. So, Lord God, I want to thank you for waking me up this morning, closing my right mind with the activities of my limbs, Lord God. God, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable unto thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Lord God, as I begin to decrease, you will increase, Lord God. Lord God, if you don't say anything to me, nothing will be said. God, I thank you for another opportunity to come to your people to give them what does say of the Lord. Lord God, I thank you for allowing those who are tuning in on this morning, Lord God, to be able to be encouraged, to be able to push another day. Lord God, thank you for waking them up this morning, Lord God, closing their right minds and with the activities of them of their limbs, Lord God. Lord God, we know that somebody did not wake up on this morning, Lord God. So Lord God, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you, Lord God, because you are the King of Kings. You are the great I am. You are the first and the last. You're the beginning and the end. You're Alpha and Omega. You're the lily in the valley. You're our Jehovah Jireh, Lord God. You're our Yahshua. You're our Yahweh, Lord God. You are the God of God. And Lord God, we just thank you, Lord God, because you tell us not to serve any other gods but you. So Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, for just life, health, and strength. We thank you, Lord God, for having wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. We thank you, Lord God, for you giving us our own minds to think, to give us our own minds to be able to think for ourselves, Lord God, to make decisions to make choices Lord God and Lord God even when we don't make those perfect choices we don't make perfect um, um, perfect ways in our lives Lord God but you've given us second chances Lord God to, to pick ourselves up and to go and to and to and to do right the next time around Lord God so we thank you Lord God for your love and we thank you Lord God for just another day God that you have made and so Lord God we we are looking to continue to walk in our happiness to walk in our joyfulness to walk in godliness and holiness, Lord God. And Lord God, on this morning, if somebody is not saved and they need to receive salvation, Lord God, when they begin to cry out to you, Lord God, when they begin to cry out to you, God, and they begin to ask, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to be delivered? What must I do to receive salvation? What must I do to, to get unforgiveness out of my heart? What must I do to have a, a, a renewed heart, a renewed spirit, a clean mind, um, a better speech, um, 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 uh, proper communication, Lord God. What must I do to walk in holiness, to walk in righteousness, Lord God? So, Lord God, we bind up division. We bind up discord. Lord God, we bind up hatred, Lord God. We bind up unrighteousness, Lord God. We bind up anything or anyone that is not like you, Lord God. So, Lord God, I ask you on this morning that you will continue to cover me, Lord God, from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. And, Lord God, I thank you for this day. Because, God, I want you to get the glory out of my story. I want you to get the glory out of their story. Lord God, and Lord God, we give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. And, and, and the Holy Ghost, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. And again, I want to thank you all for tuning in. Good morning. Um, uh, uh, um, um, I don't know if I, uh, I don't, I don't want to disrespect you, but good morning, um, evangelist, minister, prophetess, uh, Renee. So glad to see you on here on this morning. And I just thank God for you. I do. I thank God for you. And I thank God for the conversation that we had on last night. It blessed my soul. Um, it blessed my soul so much to be able to know that people will recognize where they are in their life and in some, and some changes that they have to make 
before uh, uh before themselves because of god and allowing god to move mightily in their life so it's always a blessing to know that people can recognize where they are not because of somebody else but because of them amen and because of god's glory and so i just thank god good morning caprice so good to see you on here beautiful woman of god and i pray that your morning is going to be blessed i pray that you walk in to your healing i pray that you walk into your joy your happiness your love amen i pray that god's love continue to surround you god is going to do great and mighty things on this morning for someone and i just thank god for his love i thank god for god's teaching my dad's on here on this morning good morning daddy you're up mighty early on this morning getting your day started you're probably on your way to work so know that I'm praying for you. I'm praying for your safe travels. Amen. And so I just I just thank God that you're on here on this morning. I just thank God that um I just thank God for you. Amen. I thank God for my daddy, y'all. I thank God for my daddy. Because without him, I would not be here outside of God. Amen. Amen. So we're gonna go ahead and get started. And y'all know me. Y'all should already have your pens, your notebooks, your little tablets, or whatever you use to take notes on. You should have your sword, which is the word of God. Amen. Amen. So we're going on in Jesus' name. And so those of you who know that um, I do this during the week now over on our Marriage Raw and Uncut Adults Only page because I'm teaching marriages or relationships, um, Mr. and Mrs. Couples, amen, devotion. And every day at 12 noon, I'm on that page teaching the word of God through this book that is written by Rob and Joanna Legan. Amen. And if you have not ordered your book or just have it to be having it, you need to get it. Amen. It is a blessing. It has blessed me and I know it has blessed you. I received some inboxes. I, I, I have. It, I'm surprised. But it's been a blessing and I thank God for it. Amen. I truly, truly, truly thank God for it. And so the, today's topic is, of course, this is um, Elder Serena Holloway Deliverance Ministries. Y'all know what I forgot to do? I forgot to put my banner on. Oh, my Lord. Let's see. Let me get down here. Here we go. All right. There we go. There's my banner. All right. So if you see my banner down at the bottom of the screen, which is, um, of course, not day nine. It's actually day ten. And so I want to change that so nobody gets confused because I want to make sure that everybody is on the same page as myself. Amen. And so, all right, there we go. So um, this is Sunday morning message. Amen. And it's coming from when I do turns into a don't, the wows or the vows. And I do day 10. Well, I do the days that fall on Sunday on my personal page because I do the Sunday morning message. And so I'm killing two birds with one stone. Amen. And so I'm just grateful and I'm humble. And I'm so glad that God is able to allow me to, again, come into your homes on, on this morning and to teach you um, the, um, well, the lesson is not today. It's not. Lord, I thought I had all this together. But y'all just bear with me. Actually, it's give, it would give y'all some time to uh, share this to your pages. You might have some questions. Our lesson on this morning is find your um, find your lost temper. I know some of y'all like, well, why would I want to find my lost temper? <laughs> but it's not talking about that kind of, um, you want to find your temper. It's not talking about that. It's saying 
that you need to find. Let me get over here. You need to find your lost temper. That means you need to find the root of why you're angry. Find the root of what's really going on. Find out what's causing you to be angry. What's causing you to be frustrated. What's causing you to be agitated. Who's doing it? Why are they doing it? Or when does it happen? Does it happen early in the morning? Does it happen uh, late at night? Find your lost temper means find the reason why you're always angry or find the reasons why you always losing your temper or find the reasons why you're always taking your anger out on someone else. Hey, how you doing, Divine? So I want you to like this, uh, invite your friends, your family members, share it to your pages because I say it all the time. We don't share the same family members. We don't share the same friends on our pages. I may have some people on my page that you don't know. You have people on your page that I don't know. So when you share this to your page, it might help somebody. They might say, well, let me look and see what she's talking about. What what she mean, finding your lost temper? So it's about God reaching people through social media. Amen. He uses the foolish things of the he uses the foolish things of the world to confine the wise. So yeah, um, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, he might have thought he was using it for his gain for what he thought he needed to do but God is using it to reach souls for his kingdom through the people such as myself to teach you the gospel of the good news amen and to teach you how you can just hold on just a little while longer amen amen so bear with me I'm only going to be a few more minutes so we're going to go ahead and go right on into this if you if it, if it sounds good say amen if you like it send your hearts amen amen and if you want to say hallelujah just comment and as you can see i got my notes so here we go day 10 amen of january the 17th 2021 and our devotion on this morning our sunday morning message on this morning is find your lost temper it's coming from proverbs 14 29 whoever is patient has great understanding but one who is quick-tempered displays folly. Amen. And so here it says, Our spouse can be disorganized, forgetful, distracted. Their quirky habits drive us crazy. When they do that annoying thing again, we're tempted to get angry. We think the louder we yell, the better they'll hear us. You know what? I'm going to start right there for a second. How many times we've talked to our children and say, well, it seems like when I'm when I'm talking to you, you're not hearing anything that I'm saying. But then when I raise my voice and I'm getting to yelling and screaming and hollering, then you want to say, why are you yelling? Why are you getting angry? Why are you, why you got to get so mad? Because at the end of the day, I'm trying to get you to understand something. I'm trying to get you to hear me. And when I talk nicely, it seems like you're not getting it. But when I'm yelling and screaming and flipping out, it seems like you hear me so much better. But that's not what God wants us to be. So I know on this morning, this said in our devotion, it talks about our spouse. But I'm talking about everybody. Mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers, sister, uh, uh, nieces, nephews, aunts, uh, 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 uncles, cousins, mama them, grandmama them, everybody. Think about it. We all, at some given time, has experienced yelling, screaming, uh, being angry, Frustrated, agitated, aggravated, just, uh, just so much. And this is where it says, find your lost temper. Why are you getting angry? Why are you getting frustrated? What is causing you to be upset? 
what is causing you agitation what is happening around you what's going on in your environment what's happening on your job what's happening in your home what's happening in your finances what's happening in your marriage what's happening in your relationships what's happening with your parents what's happening with your children that you just seem like you're always getting frustrated at them or on or or just wherever and you got to find the root you got to find the root there is always when something is happening Remember, there is always a root. Good morning, Kiana. So good to see you on here. So it goes on to say that, um, where'd I stop? Mm-mm-mm, right here. We think the louder we yell, the better they'll hear us. We feel justified in our temper. Surely if they cared, they would change their ways. How many of you have said that? Surely if they would just do this, then I can do this. Or surely they know if I do this, then they can do this. Sometimes we think, especially in women, we think that our husbands can read our minds. We think that men, period, can just read our minds and just see what we're going through, see what we're dealing with. Listen, and there is nobody a mind, um, a mind reader except for Jesus, except for God the Father. They are the only ones that can read people's minds. Humans cannot read people's minds. They can read actions. They can look at their, their demeanor, their character. They can look at that and say, okay, they look like they're ready to just kill somebody because it's written all over your face. Isn't it what Babyface said? It's written all over your face. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, so it goes on to say that, yeah, it's foolish to think an angry outburst will improve the situation. All it can do is tear down our loved one. And push him or her away. Have you also ever been angry with somebody because they're trying to love you, but you're pushing them away because you don't want them to love you because you feel like you're not worthy to be to be loved. You're not worthy of their friendship. You're not worthy of their 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 presence or just being around them because of all the issues that you got going around. So you get you'll get angry or you'll stay angry just to push people away from you. Just so people won't even come near you because you don't want people to actually see the the good heart that you have because you've been hurt for so long. You've been hurt so many times. So you'd rather just be angry when you see the relationship getting good or it's going in the right direction and so in your mind you're saying okay this is going to end quickly so let me just flip out on them so instead of them breaking up with me or instead of them walking away from me or instead of them seeing what's going to happen i'll just flip out and get angry just to push them away so they don't want to see what's really going on there are people that are like that amen so have wisdom today to choose patience over anger Seek to understand the motives behind your spouse's behavior. Seek to understand the motives behind your behavior, their behavior. Sometimes just being understanding. Sometimes just being quiet. We talked about this a few days ago, or was it yesterday? About, yeah, we, uh, day for yesterday. We talked about sometimes people just want you to be there. They don't want you to say anything. They don't want you to... to, to um, to speak to that situation. Sometimes they just want you just to be there. Just to just to lend a shoulder for them to cry on. And and that will sometimes spike uh, strike up a conversation of what's really going on. Amen. So consider if they're tired 
overbooked, overwhelmed. Recognize how they're following, I'm sorry, recognize how they're following the pattern of their upbringing. Appreciate how their skills, their gifts, and their personality may differ from your own. Give grace to each other today. Today, make it, make it up. Hey, good morning, Elder Black. Today, make it up in your mind that you're going to have a good morning, that you're going to have a good day, that if you do have an attitude, find a way to change your attitude. If you know that you're beginning to be dreary or feeling sad, put some put some music on that's going to pump you up, put you in a great mood. Sometimes some of us just wake up in a bad mood. Sometimes there's not really a reason why somebody's in a bad mood. They're just having a bad day. And you got to recognize when you realize that if somebody's having a bad day, don't just go in and be angry. Find your lost temper. Begin to realize that you're about to lose your temper. And then you bring your flesh up under subjection. Amen. And I'm going to, yeah, that's a scripture that disrupted my mind. I think I need to read that as well. So remember, give grace to give grace to someone today. Give, can I say that again? Give grace to someone today. Can I write, I'm going to write that down. Give grace to someone today. Amen. Give grace to someone today. Give grace to someone today. Amen. Someone needs your love. Someone needs your compassion. Someone just needs a smile. Amen. And so um, don't assume that that person is deliberately frustrating you. Guard your heart from talking things personally. Seek to listen and understand. Work to find solutions as a team forgive 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 good morning bishop anderson forgive offering the kindness you hope to receive yourself in this way build trust and love that lasts build trust and love that lasts and can i say that again forgive sometimes we're angry because we have unforgiveness in our heart for someone. And instead of us going to that individual concerning the issues that have taken place, we're taking our anger and frustration out on somebody else. And we're, we're yelling, we're screaming, and all of these things is happening. So if we go over to Proverbs, um, what did I say? Proverbs chapter 14, the 29th verse. But I, wanna, I want to go back up to, um, I want to read up from i want to go to i want to start at 28 i want to go up to 28 amen so i'm reading proverbs chapter 14 starting at the 28th verse and it reads in the multitude of people is the king's honor amen in the multitude of people is the king's honor but in the want of people is the destruction of the prince it's, uh, 29 says, he that is slow to wrath is of great understanding, but he that is hasty of spirit exalteth folly. What you have to understand is, don't be so quick. Don't be so quick to be angry. Don't be so quick to speak to what's happening. Don't be so quick to retaliate. Don't be so quick to take matters into your own hands. And don't be so quick to speak. Because if somebody is yelling at you, if it's, let me give you an example. If you're on your job and you're at your desk and you're working 
you're just you're just working your money your own business and your boss walks over and he says what are you doing why haven't you done what I asked you to do I asked you to have this this leisure done five days ago why is it not on my desk yet why are you acting as if you don't know what's going on this doesn't make any sense i've come to you every day ask you to turn this ledger in and you're sitting there and you're acting like you're not doing anything so do you not even hear me talking to you at that moment at that moment you're gonna have to remind him on yesterday y'all had a conversation that he would give you till two o'clock today that afternoon to turn it in because you had to leave early yesterday to go pick up your your child from school now something has happened to your boss on his way to work and he didn't handle it before he came to the office and so as he saw you just sitting there the flesh that's that demon of anger that demon of frustration that spirit of hostility just took over him and you was the first target you because you at that moment now have a choice you can yell and scream back at him and be like look at here first of all who do you think you talking to because i know you not talking to me because what you're not going to do is take your anger in here because somebody done ticked you off your wife probably done made you mad and you didn't come in here and take that little stuff out of me you uh, what huh? You don't even have to have that attitude. You can do what Proverbs 15 verse 1 verse 1 says, a soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. Because what happens when you go in and on him on like that, when you uh and you stand now you just stir up his anger. He was already just a little maybe he might have been like little mad. He wasn't big mad, he was little mad. And so, and then you done went in on him, and now he's saying, you know what? You're fired. Get out. Get your stuff. Get out. But the right scenario is to kind of look up at him and say, okay, listen, I'm not sure where his second place. I don't know what happened before you came to work or on your way to work or you were out, whatever the case may be. But Mr. Boss. Um, yesterday we had a conversation and you said that I could leave to go pick up my child from school and so you told me to have this leisure done by two o'clock today I do apologize please forgive me if you might have forgot or whatever the case may be and I'm just not sure but can we just take a moment can we just you want to talk about it I mean you know I'm a good listener you know, I don't know what you got going on, but let's just talk this thing through. And at that moment, and even if it doesn't change the, even if you're not able to change the atmosphere, you don't want to risk your, you don't want to risk losing your job because of what he has going on. So even if he says, well, I need it done now, then say, yes, sir. Give me about 10 to 15 minutes and I'll rush this through and I'll give it over to you. And just like that, he may walk away, sit. You don't know if he's a Christian. You don't know what he is. But he may go to his office and the Lord may convict his heart because you didn't retaliate. You didn't go in as he, he might, that flesh might have expected him to do. And he may come right back into that office and say, listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I had a bad day. I mean, my day, it's like as soon as I hit the floor, as soon as my feet hit the floor, 
it, it started with my wife, then it started with my kids, and then I was on the interstate, and this guy done cut me off, and then he done flipped me a bird, and then I get into the office, I couldn't find my keys, then I realized I left my office keys in the car, and it's just a, a triple effect. And it just went on and on and on. He said, but you know what? But when I came in here and I'm expecting you to be in the same place that I'm in. And you didn't even just, you didn't even, you just was like, do you want to talk about it? So that right there is what, well, that's how we're supposed to act. <laughs> that's how things is supposed to be. Now, how many of us have actually done that the first time around? Not me. <laughs> Because I used to be assistant manager at Walgreens for 11 years. And let me tell you something. I, I worked my way up to become an assistant manager. And when they would come in and have their little bad days, I didn't respond that way. Honey, I was giving them the business. I tell them in a minute, I don't know who you, what them, who made you mad or what them caught up inside your little behind. But uh, let me get my stuff and get up out of here because before I lose my job, because today is not the day. And you and that's how some of us do. Good morning, Pastor Davis. And you know, and so so we have to look at to to find your lost temper. Find out the root of where it broke where that where that breakdown took place and let's try to 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 make it better. Hey, good morning, Karen. And let's try to make it better. Amen. So now verse 30 says, A sound heart is the life of the flesh but envy the rottenness of the bones. He that oppresses the poor reproaches his maker, but he that honoreth him hath mercy on the poor. The wicked is driven away in his wilderness, but the righteous hath hope in his death. 33 says, Wisdom resteth in the heart of him that hath understanding, but that which is in the midst of fools is made known. Now listen, let me say, let me say, let me, let me go back up, up a little bit. The key, the key word here that we're going to talk about or use today concerning this lesson is understanding. In order for you to find your lost temper, you're going to have to have understanding. Now ask yourself, do you understand right away? Or do you go, you have to go away and take a moment and then be able, and then and then process all this stuff in your mind to be able to understand where the situation broke down at. How the situation got out of hand. You know, it's crazy. My oldest daughter called me um, the other day and we, we were talking about a situation. But I had told her prior, like a, like a day or two, I said, no, you know, just leave it alone. Don't say no. Just, just, just move on from there. And but she went on anyway and, you know, did whatever she needed to do. And then she called me back and she was like, you was right. I should have not even said anything. I took this thing way out of proportion. I should have just, you know, it, it's no big deal. It is what it is. And, you know, that's just it. Sometimes we sometimes we feel like our flesh. Sometimes we feel like that's what we got to do. And how do I, how do that? And we got to bring our flesh up under subjection. Listen, uh, 1 Corinthians. This right here going to help you. This right here going to help some of y'all when before y'all get angry. Before y'all get angry, this is the scripture that I want that I want for it to drop down in your head. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, the 27th verse, and it reads, "But I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. What you have to understand is this. When Paul said he might be declared unfit and ordered 
to stand aside, meaning a castaway, he did not mean he could lose his salvation or lose his temper. Amen. But rather that he could lose his privilege of telling others about Christ. It is easy to tell others how to live and then not to take your own advice. We must be careful to practice what we preach. So wouldn't it be crazy? Because I'm going to tell y'all, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you something. This is how the enemy works. You can get through teaching a lesson. You can get through preaching a lesson. You can get you can get through encouraging somebody. You can get so you can go right into leading somebody right into salvation. Or you can tell somebody, listen, you shouldn't be angry like that. You know, the, the Bible says to be ye angry and sin not, and not let the sun to go down on your wrath. And the thing about it is we can tell somebody that and they'd be in a good place and you to pray with them, and then guess what? That devil will come over and mess you up and then they'll turn around and see you flip out get angry get upset maybe cut somebody out and then how did you just live or lead by an example when you're telling people not to be angry when you're telling people to bring you should be able to bring your flesh up under subjection you should be able to bring your body into subjection you should be able to listen the i think that there's there, i don't think there is a scripture that says that um um we should be able to have self-control, not being like a ship that's being tossed to and fro. We should learn how to control our emotions. We should learn how to control our feelings. We should learn how to control our anger. We got to lead by an example. I can't tell you to control your anger and then you see me at McDonald's chewing some lady out because she done messed up my Big Mac. <laughs> I can't tell you to bring your flesh into subjection and you see me at the mall and I'm going off of somebody because they didn't give me my change. You have to always be the example. You have to always be able to say, wait a minute, let me, let me step back. Let me take a moment. Let me just chill because I feel myself getting angry and I don't want to take my anger out on you. So let me just move from here. Let me just walk away because if I don't walk away right now, it's not going to be pretty. And let me tell y'all something. There is nothing wrong saying that. Even when people say, and you call yourself a Christian, you're not laid out on the floor. So that should speak to me being a Christian. I've not hit you in your face. That should prove to you that I'm a Christian. I ain't cussed you out. That should prove to you that I'm not that I'm a Christian. Because if I say to you, let me move from here before I say something that's not going to, to be nice, that lets you know that the Holy Ghost is leading me in the right direction. Because if the Holy Ghost doesn't lead me in the right direction, I just made a left turn and you're laid out on the floor because I done snatched you by your whole throat and now I got your soul. <laughs> that's that's me trying to get you to understand that it's okay to let somebody know i'm getting angry and because i'm getting angry i don't need no sin to cross these lips so the only thing that's going to cross these lips is i'm praying for you let me move from here because i don't want my character to be questioned I don't want my integrity to be questioned and I don't want somebody to see me and I hear thank you Holy Spirit I do TV ministry I'm on CTV, I'm on CTV every Saturday at 2 p.m. 
literally. So what would happen? And I, oh my Lord, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. What would happen if I'm out here acting a plum fool and somebody say, don't she be on, I just see, don't she be on channel six, giving the word of God and she over here, I, I'll never watch her again. That's the mindset that you have to have when you're in a position or you're in a place or even somebody puts you in that position or they put you in that place. You got to learn how to bring your flesh, your body, your mind, your lips, your tongue, your thoughts, your emotions, your feelings into subjection. Because if you're going to be the example, you got to lead by example. Amen. Amen. So, um, listen. Anger can be like a fire out of control. It can burn us and, and, and everything in its path. Anger divides people. It pushes us into hasty decisions that only cause bitterness and guilt. Yet anger in itself is not wrong. And I just said that. The Bible says to be ye angry and sin not. But don't let that sun go down on your wrath. You better get that thing together with whoever you done went in on, whoever you done got angry at. You better go ask for forgiveness. You better go make that thing right. Don't you lay down with that stuff in your heart. Because let me tell you something. If the Lord calls your number, you'll die with that stuff in your heart. Because you got to have a clean heart to make it into heaven. Hello, somebody. Anger can be a legitimate reaction to injustice and sin. When you feel yourself getting angry, look for the cause. Are you reacting to an evil situation that you are going to set right? Or are you responding selfishly to a personal insult? You got to pray that God will help you control your anger, channeling legitimate anger into effective action and conquering selfish anger through humility and repentance. You, and I said this a few days ago, you got to be able to have the spirit of humility to be able to say, I was wrong. I am always angry. I don't know why I'm always angry. I need to go find out the root to this anger because it's causing me bitterness. It's causing me um, um, destruction. It's causing me chaos. It's causing me drama. I don't know why. I don't know what's wrong. I don't know why I can't just shake this. You need deliverance. That's what you need. When you got a spirit of anger, you need deliverance. You need to help somebody to find the roots of that thing so that you can be delivered. And I'm the deliverance preacher. I'm the one to let you know this is what you need. Apply the word of God. Ask God for forgiveness. Because at the end of the day, something might have happened in your childhood and you don't realize that there are certain things or certain people or certain stuff that you may see that could be triggering that anger. You have to understand there are triggers in our lives that will literally trigger us to cause our emotions or our feelings to go into a whole spew. I'm trying to tell you, we allow to we allow to get angry. God sticks. God instincts us to not provoke one into anger. There's consequences. Jesus tells us to sin not. Make it right. Amen. Amen. Amen, woman of God. So listen, um, let me, I want to go back up to 31 because I, I need you to understand verse 31. Listen, God has a special concern for the poor. He insists that those who have material goods should be generous with those who are needy. Providing the poor is not just a suggestion in the Bible. It is a command that may require a change of attitude on your part. And the reason why I wanted to go back up to that because some, some of us, we look at people that are homeless and you get angry. 
or you get upset because they're homeless. You don't even know their situation because they ask you for a dollar at the gas station or they're asking for five dollars at the grocery store because they're telling you they want to get food, but they're going to take that money and go buy liquor. Okay, but that's not what Jesus said. Jesus said, clothe the naked, feed the homeless. Okay, so it's not our job to figure out what they're going to do with the money. If they ask, why? Because you'll never know if you're entertaining an angel unaware. You never know if God may send his angel down just to test your heart. Just to test your emotions. You never know. You never know. So if you see that homeless man, that poor lady on the side of the road and they say can you spare some change give them your change give them the dollar and give it without being and give it without being selfish give it give it with um not being don't don't grudgingly give it give it with a good heart a good mind a good thought give it with love that might be your opportunity right there as you're giving it to them ask can i pray with you do you mind if i pray with you and if they're asking for a dollar, give them two. If they're asking for five dollars, give them ten. If you have it, God knows our hearts. He knows our hearts. So why is somebody homeless or why is somebody poor making you mad? When they're the one in that bad situation and you got a roof over your head. You got food in your refrigerator. You got a car you can drive. And you're mad because they asked you for some change? Yeah. We're talking about anger. That's right. God is looking at our good hearts. Listen, um, you have to understand that 34 says, uh, yeah, righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. 35 says the king's favor is toward a wise servant, but his wrath is against him that causes shame. Do you not understand? It reminds me of a story in the Bible, and I'm about done, but it reminds me of a story in the Bible about a man who owed another man some money. And he went to this man and he said, I don't have, and I'm paraphrasing it, I don't have all this money to give you. I, 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 I try my best to raise it. I try my best to get it together, but I'm just not able to. So that man goes ahead and forgives him of all of his debt. Everything that he owes him, he says, you're forgiven. Um, don't worry about it. You good, man. You know, go have a nice day. Be blessed. Know that I love you. Know that God loves you more. Amen. But then this same man that went to go ask this man to forgive him, he goes and another person owes him. So then the guy is like to him, you know, I'm sorry. I don't have your money. You know, you know, I, you know, my wife just had some kids and, you know, this is going on. And, you know, I just had to go pay a light bill. Blue, blue, blue. And then he gets angry and he throws him in jail. Literally. What you mean you don't have my money? Do you not realize what I had to go through to get you that money? Do you not realize I got to feed my kids too? Just like you work, I work too. Just like you and me, I need too. So you know what? You going to jail. I'm, you go to jail. I'm locking you and all your whole entire family up. So what happens is rumors now are being spread. And it goes back to the man that... Because of what he owed. So that man says, he did what? Now I forgave him 
and told him not to worry about it. And I did it out of the kindness of my heart because of the love of the Lord that I have in my heart. And he did this to this person who owed him and I, and I set him free. He turned right around and told that man, I want everything that you owe me and then some. So you really don't understand how what comes around goes around. You reap what you sow. Your anger can cause shame. That's scripture. Your anger can cause shame, can cause guilt, can cause embarrassment, can cause loss of relationships, can cause your marriage to go into uh, 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 bad can cause your marriage to go into a whole uproar. And it can happen with a husband and wife. The wife, the wife could say, okay, um, I want to go buy this sweater over in the mall. Can I get $20? And he said, I'm not giving you $20. She was like, but I gave you $20 and I didn't really have it, but I let you have it. And you can't give me $20? That's anger. That, that's, that, that's, that's another example. Amen. So you have to be able to understand. Listen, the golden rule. The golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them to do unto you. Amen. Do unto others as you would have them to do unto you. If you want somebody to respect you, then you need to respect them. If you want somebody to, to repay you what you borrowed from them, uh, the, the, what you borrowed from them, they want the same thing in return. If they borrow twenty dollars from you, if they if you borrow twenty dollars from them and they say I need it back on Friday, then respectfully return the money back on Friday. But if you're not able to return that money back on Friday and it's already Thursday and you're still trying to make it happen, then don't wait till Friday to say I'm not able to pay you back. You need to call them on Thursday and say, Listen, what's going on right now is not going the way that I expect it to be and you i know i told you i give it to you on friday but if i get it before the end of the day you know i got you but i'm just calling you just in case i don't get it then you know i'll try to get it to you in the next few days but can you just give me a little bit more time there's nothing wrong with just using humility yes yes i hear it in my i hear it in the spirit realm yes it is easier said than done it is so much easier said than done. Do y'all know how I know it? Because I used to be that angry person. He used to say all the time, why are you always screaming? Why are you always loud? Why are you always just got you also like, oh, you always got something going on. You're always yelling and you're just angry. But there was a root. I was angry because of what took place in my childhood. I was angry with my mom. I was angry with this. I was angry with that. And I had no one to just talk me through some things. So I'm dealing with all this stuff on my own. I'm dealing, my, I'm dealing with my own issues. I'm dealing with my own struggles. I'm dealing with my own circumstances. I'm dealing with my own raising, raising three kids by myself. I'm dealing with so much and I'm just so angry and I'm not knowing and I don't know how to handle it. I don't know how to release it. I don't know how to let it go. I don't know how to just talk to somebody to vent it out. I just didn't know how. And my only way with dealing with it was just yelling and screaming. And I'm not as bad as I was 20,000 years ago, but I'm better today than I was on yesterday. And that's growth. And some of you need to be better today than you were on yesterday. Amen. It's a process. You hear people saying, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I ain't there yet. I'm a work in progress. Well, if 
five days and went by and you're still saying I'm a work in progress and you haven't changed in five days, then you have to ask yourself, it, yeah, it seems like five days is just petty, but still and all, you work on growth every day. Every day you work on growth. Listen, um, Proverbs 4.23 in the devotion, it talked about guard your heart. Let me, I want to read that particular scripture that I have down in my notes and I'm, and I'm done because um, I need to be done by 9.30 and so I didn't have to go through these other scriptures, but my notes that I have here, um, what causes anger, um, it makes me mad when you do. Why do you do that when you know it makes me angry? And at times some do it because they know you don't like it. Some people know some some people know that certain things triggers your anger, and they do it just to see you get angry. That's crazy. Amen. But listen to Proverbs um, chapter four. Proverbs chapter four. And I'm going to read at the 23rd verse down to the 27th. And it reads, keep thy heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. Listen, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Why? Because out of the heart flows the issues of life. So some of us are angry just at life. The things that flows through life, struggles, issues, addictions, bad relationships, bad marriages, children just doing the most, finances not where they need to be. There's so many reasons that people have the issues of life that flows to their heart and what's in their heart, they speak out of their mouth. Jesus said, it not, Jesus said it's not what goes in the man that defiles him, it will, it's, it's what comes out of the man which defiles him. Amen. Verse 24 says, put away from thee a froward mouth and perverse lips put far from you. Let thine eyes look right on and let thine eyelids look straight before you. Ponder the path of thy feet and let all thy ways be established. 27 says, turn not to the right, turn not to the right hand, nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. Amen. Listen, our hearts, our feelings of love and desire dictates to a great extent how we live because we always find time to do what we enjoy. Solomon tells us to keep our heart with all diligence, making sure we concentrate on those desires that will keep us on the right path. Make sure your affections push you into the right direction. Put boundaries on your desires. Don't go after everything you see. Look straight ahead. Keep your eyes fixed on your goal. And don't get sidetracked on detours that lead to temptation. And that is all it in a nutshell. We got to make sure our eyes are focused. We got to make sure our mouths, our words, our lips are seasoned with grace. We got to make sure that we hear before we speak. We got to make sure we think before we speak. We got to make sure that we gather our thoughts before we bring those words out of our mouth. We got to make sure that we find our lost temper. So again, find your lost temper. What makes you angry? What makes you unhappy? What makes you frustrated? What is aggravating you? And why would you why would you use or allow your anger 
to make somebody else mad because you're angry. So you're angry. So everybody around you got to feel your wrath. Everybody around you got to feel that chaos. Everybody around you got to feel that drama. Everything, Everybody around you got to feel the storm because you're in a storm and you don't want to be in that storm by yourself. So you're twirling like a tornado and you're just sucking up everybody's uh, everybody that's around you and you want them twirling with you. That's not right. That's not good. And that's not fair. You need to find out your lost temper. You need to find out where you're falling short at. You need to find the root of your issue. You need to find the root of your struggle. You need to find the root of your, your, your letdowns, your put-downs, or whatever you got going on so that your marriage can be healthy, so that your relationships are, are healthy, so that your family and your friends will enjoy being around you. Because, listen, if you're like me, I don't like to be around negative people. I don't like to be around people who's just always angry, who, who always got something going on, or there's always drama in their life, or they're always angry, but they're never taking responsibility for their anger. I don't like being around people like that. And when I find myself in a place, my husband can tell you and my kids can tell you. I'll tell them in a minute, look, I'm having a bad day. And I don't want to take my anger out on you. I don't want to take my frustration out of you. I just, just leave me alone. Even, even people, even people that, you know, if, if this, I do, I just said, listen, not today. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to deal with it right now. I, I just need to process. I just need a moment. I just need to just chill for a second. Because if I, if I speak now, then there's no telling what may come out of my mouth. Because I know that I have the Holy Ghost. And I know that the Holy Ghost is a keeper. But if I'm telling you that I'm trying to allow the devil to be, to resist from me, then I, I, you may, I just, I don't need then the enemy that's on you trying to trip me up because you won't give me a minute. Sometimes to be, you can be ye angry and sin not. Be honest about your emotions. Be honest about your feelings. Be honest about where your thoughts are. If you're mad, say you're mad. If you're angry, say you're angry. If they upset you, say you're upset. But then you got to turn it around and say, listen, I'm upset with you right now. And I'm asking you not to ask me any more questions. I'm asking you not for us to go into this direction right now. I'm asking you to give me a minute because I don't want I, right now. I'm, I'm not in that place. I'm not in that place to have this conversation. And so I'm trying to. So I'm, I'm asking you respectfully. But then you have some people that will that will want to keep on going on and gone. And then when you do that, they, that's when they say and you say that you're a Christian. Because, again, you, you, you and there's no justifying it. I just read to y'all in First Corinthians, chapter nine and twenty seven. No matter what's going on, you got to be able to bring your body into subjection. You got to learn how to you, you got to learn how to literally bite your tongue if you got to bite it till it bleeds. If you got to bite your tongue till it bleeds, good. That's the blood of Jesus. He'll heal your tongue. <laughs> ah, that'll preach. 
no matter how much you want to scream, no matter how much you want to be uh, be angry, be ye angry and sin not. Find your lost temper so that the, the gospel of the good news is not blasphemed. That you are found guiltless. You are found blameless. You've allowed the Holy Ghost to move on your behalf. I, I put this on my page weeks ago. Hold your peace and let the Lord fight your battles. Amen. Amen. So I want to thank you all for tuning in. Um, I didn't have to go into this one. This was, I spoke this to everybody. But um, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Knowing that patience have a perfect work. You're, you're, you, if you won't lack nothing. You, you got to ask for knowledge. You got to ask for wisdom. You got to ask for understanding. Amen. Amen. So I want to thank you all for tuning in. I want to thank you all for tuning in to Elder Sunhawa Deliverance Ministries. Can we talk about it live? Amen. Um, thank you for listening to Father Lost Temper. Listening to Sunday Morning Message. Um, I am grateful. I am humble that God is just using me as his vessel, as his willing servant to, to give my example, my testimony of even in some of this, I have not, listen to me, hear me, I have not always been in this place. The person you see today, I have not always been this person. I have not always been this person. No ma'am, no sir, I have not. God has truly been good to me. And I had to receive my own deliverance. I had to receive my own salvation. Am I perfect? No. Am I probably going to get angry in a few days? Probably so. Because I am human. And I'm not perfect. But I have the Holy Ghost. That would allow me to, 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 to bring in the spirit of humility. To humble myself. Even to go back and say, I'm sorry for the things that I said to you. Oh, I'm sorry that I did this and I should have not done that. And I was angry. And I let my anger get the best of me. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. Whether they forgive you or not, it does not matter. You do just like what Paul said. You're doing it for the sake of the Lord. You're doing it for Jesus Christ. You're doing it for your salvation. You're doing it because you got to make it into heaven. Your heart got to be right. Your mind got to be clear. David said, create in me a clean heart and renew the right spirit within me. David, that was personal. And we, and listen, even in that, David made that prayer personal between him and God. And that's how you got to make your prayers between you and God. Amen. So know that I love you, but God loves you more. And if it's God's will, I will see you all on next Sunday at 830. But on tomorrow, if it's God's will, I'll see you all at 12 noon on the marriage wall and un, on the marriage wall and uncut page. Amen. So have a great Sunday. Be blessed. Don't be angry. Find your lost temper. Amen. Amen.